This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free uncommon sense parenting class. How is everyone today? It's the last week of May. <laughs> Summer's almost here. My kids have exactly one month left of school. I know for many of you in the States and elsewhere, you already are into summer vacation. And I'd like to say lucky ducks, except that you have to return in August. And I just, I don't think I could stomach that. <laughs> but that's because August is the most gorgeous month here. I don't know. The first half of the year just seems to have flown by. I think it's because the last two years have kind of crawled. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. Um, and I don't know if I told y'all yet, but I got to meet my new nephew. He's so tiny. And my sons absolutely adore him already. He looks so much like Owen. <laughs> We've got some strong genes in our family. And it was really neat for me to see how my sister-in-law and my brother have been coping with becoming a mom and becoming a dad and the kind of perspective shifts that come with that. So I thought we'd talk about those shifts today and how they differ for men and for women. Before we get into it, however, allow me to introduce myself. If you're new around here, hi, my name is Alana Robinson and I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group and I'm the creator of the Parentability Program where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. So if you're watching, say hi and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss another class. So a common complaint I hear from first-time parents is that dad just doesn't know what to do when it comes for caring for their kids, how to respond to their needs. And I remember when I was pregnant with Logan, who's my first biological child, one of our family friends had us over for dinner and I was like right down in there playing with the kids and my husband was hanging out with her husband. And when we went to go make dinner and we were watching the men watch the kids, she said to me, like, don't make any major decisions for the first five years. It takes about five years for dads to find their sea legs and really become a dad. But once they get there, it's glorious. And I remember saying to her, like, that seems like a really long time. <laughs> and she was like, I know, but you'll see. And she went on to explain that girls are socialized to be caregivers, especially when we were little. And it will be interesting to see how this dynamic shifts with the next generations of parents who aren't brought up in such a binary fashion. Even though like our generation was raised with less strict gender binary than even her generation was. You know, we were raised taking care of either our siblings or neighborhood kids. We've been taught since we were little to look out for people's needs and respond to them, to figure out what they want and give it to them. We played with dolls and pretended to be mommies. And that wasn't really a thing that boys were encouraged to do back then. So it's going to be very interesting to see how like our kids who are encouraged to play with dolls, how that's going to be reflected in their parenting once they get there. You know, many of us babysat as teenagers and in the case of someone like me, I literally studied children. And she pointed out that, you know, none of that seems like much, but my husband's the youngest child in his family. Before having our own child, he hadn't really spent any time with babies. And suddenly, he's going to be responsible for the care and control of an infant 
So you've got to give them time to figure it out. And at the time I was kind of like, okay, thanks for the advice. But it wasn't until we had Logan that I really saw what she meant. My husband, God love him, he is incredibly competent and he knows it. So it really took me back when Logan would cry and suddenly my husband would turn around and hand the baby to me like I knew what the problem was. And I remember laying in bed trying desperately to sleep. For those of you who haven't heard me talk about it before, Logan was the newborn from hell. He never slept more than 20 minutes at a time until he was like four months old. So I'd be up for hours with him and I'd finally tap out and hand him to Scott and he would keep coming into the bedroom to ask me inane questions like he's crying, what do I do? And he's hungry, should I feed him? Like he recognized that he was hungry, but he didn't have the confidence to just feed him. And Logan was bottle fed, so he actually could do that. And I remember losing it on him. One, because I was severely sleep deprived, but two, because, oh my God, just figure it out. This is not rocket science. You are not a stupid person. And then it hit me that this is what she meant. <laughs> he was not taught to do that either directly or indirectly through social experiences. So despite the fact that we become moms and dads due to the same human being, there's a big difference between how men, at least our generation of men, experience it and how women do. And while I think every mom would agree wholeheartedly that there's a massive identity shift when you become a mom, there's also a huge identity shift when you become a dad. But dads weren't taught to talk about that stuff, so it often takes them far more by surprise than it does women. And it takes us by surprise. <laughs> right? It really knocks a lot of us off of our feet. So you can only imagine if you weren't given all of that preparation over your lifetime that we get, how that would impact them. But they can and they do get there, especially when they have support and they are directly taught how kids work. Those first few years kind of sucked because not only was he not confident in taking care of Logan's needs without consulting me first, but he often didn't even notice that Logan had a need. Like the cues would fly right over his head. And I felt like I was constantly nagging him by pointing them out. This is one of the reasons I'm so adamant that dads need to have a job that is all theirs when it comes to taking care of their kids, that you are not going to interfere with unless they are physically unable to do it. On our family, that was bath time. Once Logan was out of like the itty bitty newborn stage, I showed him the basic mechanics of it. And then I stepped out of the bathroom and that was it. Bathroom was no longer my bathroom. Bath time was no longer my problem. And I did not go back in and involve him in bath time unless I was specifically invited or he was away. Just like we often need to give kids a container to learn a new skill within, I applied that to my husband. And it was such a relief for me because it was one thing off of my plate. And then as they mastered that, we added another responsibility. For us, that was giving Logan his morning bottle because I am not a morning person and he is. And if he fed the baby, when I got up for work, then I was in a much better mood the rest of the day because I got an extra hour of sleep. That dynamic is something I kept up as my kids got older. And he did, he found his sea legs to the point that now when my husband is home, because he's a soldier, he deploys, 
He actually just got home from deployment. But when he's here, he's the primary caregiver, not me. And I wouldn't say it took him five years. Owen was born when Logan was two and a half. And the difference between how he cared for Logan as a newborn and how he cared for Owen as a newborn were night and day. I can't breastfeed. So after I had given birth and I went to take a shower, I came downstairs and there was Scott feeding Owen his first bottle because he'd recognized that he was hungry, so he fed him. The difference that that experience made and that practice made in just two years was monumental. This is one reason I really love it when dads sign up for parentability. I'm not gonna lie, it's like 99% of the time, mom is the one who signs up. But you have the option for dad to get his own sub account, or often they'll join the calls. For some reason, men just seem to prefer talking it out face to face, which I'm all for. But it's awesome to see dads get that understanding of how their kids work and have that direct experience that shifting how they're doing things actually impacts their kids. Humans do best with firsthand experience when they try something new and they see results firsthand. And again, this is why it does take a couple of years for dads to get their sea legs. They need those experiences. It's why children learn at the pace that they do. They need those experiences. It's also the reason why when mothers come to me and say they think parentability is the best fit for their family, but dad isn't on board, I always encourage them to start anyways. It's not to undermine them or go behind their back. It's because people are hands-on learners and it's often not until they see the results with their own eyes and their own kids that they really fully absorb it. That experience is the best teacher. And as I said, I am super excited to see how this dynamic shifts as Gen Z starts parenting and as Gen Alpha eventually starts parenting. So what about you? Is this something that you've experienced or that you've noticed or your husband or partner is experiencing? I recognize that I'm talking in gross generalizations here, but I hope that this perhaps helps those of you who are frustrated with your parent partner's lack of intuition when it comes to raising your kids to see how you may be able to initiate the shift in that dynamic without it being all or nothing and while giving them opportunities for hands-on experience and to experience success with those changes. As always, if you or your spouse would like to talk it out, come join us in the Parenting Posse and we have over 10,000 parents who would love to meet you and discuss. The link for that is in the description. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.